And we're back once again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Hey Zeus here, Millennial Madman, and I'm here with my co-host Jose. Hey, what's up, guys? And Nigel. Oh, that's right. He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, he had a family emergency, so he won't be with us today, but we'll sure to catch him next week. Uh, in any case, we're going to be here with a couple of a uh, couple of stories here. I want to start off with one that's been hitting the news a lot lately. I've been seeing it blow up all over the place, including YouTube. The Mario movie. I'm not talking about the old one. I'm talking about the new one, the fully animated one. Mario Brothers movie is really hitting the box office hard. So it's estimated gross amount that it hit domestically was $87 million and $94 million internationally. On its first opening weekend? Yeah. Oh, pretty strong. Yeah, we, yeah, we strong. don't talk about the uh, the original. No, Nobody no, we don't. That. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was Nintendo's superior fuck up when it came to making a live action. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, Yoshi was just a fucking Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, he ugly. didn't even say Yoshi. Ugly. Oh my God, dude! Like it looked like it was straight ripped out from Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, like a ripoff. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh goodness gracious. But no, yeah, it's 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 trending pretty heavily right now. I haven't seen it yet. My friend has seen it, a, a good buddy of mine, and he's saying it's pretty damn good. Uh, the only drawback right now, I guess, is kind of what you and I are discussing about previously is the, uh, I guess, the, the, the current reviews on it. Like, they're kind of mixed. Yeah, I keep hearing that they're mixed. Good and yeah. bad, you know? Which I, you know, it's hard to say. I, I think a lot of people for nostalgia reasons and just for being a, a big fan of the Mario series, mm-hmm. they, they're just going to go and see it. Like, I want to go and see it just because I grew up with Mario. Right? Oh, yeah. Me too. Same way. Yeah. Like, we, like we all grew up with it. Uh, so the, the biggest thing right now, though, is that, it, like you said, it's split down the middle with what everyone's saying. My, and I'll give you an example. My buddy was actually saying that the story was predictable. Mm-hmm. You know, like he knew what was going to happen as it was happening, right? So, like the the foreshadowing and and everything else, super predictable. Like you already knew by the time you were within, I guess within the first thirty minutes, you already knew how it was going to end. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Takes away all the mystery and suspense. Any yeah. movie, really. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it's a Mario movie. I mean, when you think about it, the game itself doesn't really have much of a story besides, hey. Princess Peach was captured. She's possibly in another castle. Go and kill Bowser. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing every time. Yeah. It's the premise so, of the game. <laughs> yeah, it's the premise of the game. So like, how do you how do you translate that over into a, a movie plot? That's always the big challenge, right? Like, how do you make a storyline? And, 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 you know, and right. unique. Yeah. But, and, and here's one thing I didn't know. Apparently, I think it was back in the 80s. It might have been a little bit early, but I'm thinking back in the 80s, and, and I'll have to double check this. There was a Mario Brothers cartoon show. It was an animated show that, that Japan had created. And that actually had a storyline about how Mario ended up in that world where Bowser and everyone else is. Mario is actually from the human world. <laughs> He's actually a plumber, right? Oh, kind of like what they did with the uh, the live-action movie Yeah, that we don't ever want to talk about. Right, the the it's like well, Voldemort. They, they, it's yeah, he who shall not be world. named. <laughs> yeah, they enter the world from like regular life and end up there. Right, precisely. Okay. But 
but somehow in in in, in the anime, uh, Princess Peach actually reaches out to Mario when he's like half asleep on his uh, chairs. He got like a lazy boy. <laughs> he's leaning back and falling asleep, and she pulls through the TV like the chick from the ring and says, "Help me! I need help." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Like, I was in the kids' video game adaptation. Sure. <laughs> yeah. From the ring. I mean, yeah. I mean, it wasn't scary or anything, but like. Oh, okay. It, yeah, no, they didn't make it look scary. scary. Yeah, it, it was scary. just a, it was just funny. Like, if you think about it, just the thought of it. It's like, this looks familiar. <laughs> Jeez. And she's asking for help to be rescued. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's asking for, for help to be rescued. But uh, I, I thought it was pretty pretty unique how they kind of took from everything. I feel like they took a little bit of, of everything and they may have kind of premised it from the old anime adaptation, which if they did, kudos. Uh, and, and right now, I think one of the big reasons why it's it's mixed, kind of going back to that topic, it's because of, of the voice actors they had. Like You had Seth Rogen, you had Chris Pratt, and, and honestly, Chris Pratt, from what I've heard, and I've watched some of the reviews, like they said his voice acting was all over the fucking place. It just wasn't consistent enough. That sucks. Yeah. Chris Pat, good guy, good actor, but I guess voice acting is uh, a little new to him. Yeah. Maybe. And then Seth Rogen didn't even try to do anything special with his voice. I think he even came out in a in a uh, in a, an interview where he was saying that he wasn't really going to do much of anything with it. He just going to go as himself. It's like, wait, but that defeats the purpose. I mean, Donkey Kong kind of has his own voice acting. He kind of has his own, you know. Uh, characteristics to to whenever he actually talks. Uh I mean, hell, I think they even had a show for Donkey Kong. An animated show? Yeah, I think so. It was like when they were first kind of... Do you remember... um, What's the name of it? It, It's... Do you remember Beast Wars? It it was... I can't even think. Transformers. Transformers Beast Wars. That old show? No? No. Damn it. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, basically, that was one of the earlier adaptations of a cartoon show into 3D when 3D started becoming a thing. Okay. And and so what I was thinking that... I'm sorry. Hang on. Because I, I lost my train of thought with Beast Wars. I know where I'm going with this. Just <laughs> give me a minute. I struggled so hard to remember Transformers. <laughs> it just went <laughs> out of the sky. Yeah, pretty much. But, out but of your brain into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brain just like, oh, where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so so the point I was trying to make was Beast Wars was the early adaptation of three dimensions, right? That's kind of around the same time frame that I believe if they did make it, was the Donkey Kong cartoon show. Like, it was 3D. Kind of like how the the games were, like, side-scrolling three-dimension for Super Nintendo. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, but, but in any case, the, the point being is that the, the adaptation of it as a cartoon, if I recall correctly, he actually had some kind of characteristics to his voice acting. And again, this is back in the 90s, so... <laughs> I'm trying right. to remember from when I was 10 when I saw this stuff. But... <laughs> Not easy. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, boy. But in, in any case, yes, that was the big killer for me is Seth Rogen just came out being a big stickler about it, not even going to try and do anything special with the voice. It's like, come on, at least at least try. At least try. 
Well, his voice is already kind of unique. Like you can tell it's Seth Rogen's voice whenever he speaks. Like, oh, that's right. Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I get that, but I just I don't know. I guess I was figuring to to hear more characteristics of the Donkey Kong character, but it's just Seth Rogen as a donkey. I mean, <laughs> as a monkey, as a gorilla, gorilla. ape. <laughs> but who really stole a show though was uh, Jack Black as Bowser. Bowser, right? Oh hell yeah! That's what I've been reading so far. Is he stole the show? And actually, he's being nominated for. Uh, you for the best single in 2023 for for a song he wrote, Peaches. Right at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Oh wow! Been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Big but time. He... <laughs> yeah. Big time. I think it's. I think it's one of his only singles to date too, is what they were saying. But, but yeah, no, he's he's done a lot of music. But that's the thing is that this one doesn't really compare to the, his previous works before, and that's the thing that's kind of odd. Is it's a very simplistic song. See, I didn't even yeah. know he had previous work. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, he does music? Like, actually? <laughs> yes. Or is that just a movie he did called School No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, the, right. Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> yeah. No, he did that movie, but the, the guy, Kyle, that was actually his bandmate. <laughs> he had a two-man band. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I they were like- actually... Yeah, they were actually a thing. Were they any good? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's why I'm saying like this song compared to his previous works, it, it's it's kind of hard to say, you know, that that's one of his best works. I, I don't know. It, he's, I mean, he sang it well, but the lyrics to it, and, and I don't know, maybe it's because it was supposed to be for a kid-friendly movie. Yeah, it's, it's a Mario Brothers. Yeah. Nintendo movie, yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess I can see that, but I mean, how is that the one that's being nominated? He has so many other songs out there that he goes through all sorts of different vocal ranges. Like if you listen to any of the music from, from Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, like that alone right there, you know. But this is like specifically a song in a movie. That's yeah. the Academy Award. It's not they're not though so his previous work hasn't been in movies, per se. Well, not not in movies that he hasn't starred in. Like, so Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, right? That, that's one that he, I think he even actually directed that one too. <laughs> but, but like that one was really unique, right? Like he did really well with the music in there. And like to this date where if you even look at the music videos for it, like they're, they're freaking awesome. Right. Like when he gets into that, that whole battle against the devil, right? That right there was, was a pretty badass song. Uh-huh. Because like it it goes it, it goes into all different methods of of range and everything too, you know. So it's just really it's just really good. That's all I can say is like his music's really good to me. I think as as a fellow musician, I think he's spot on. And he has uh, I, yes, definitely. He's, Real talent. Yeah, he has a very unique singing voice, and that's what I like about him too. Is that his the his method of singing? He does. What's that thing that they do? The glee clubs typically do. I, I forgot what it's called. Acapella, I think okay. it's called. Oh, acapella. You yeah, sing without like, music. Right, without any instruments. You just use mm-hmm. your vocals. He does that to imitate like trumpets, flutes, stuff like that. Like if you ever, if you you've seen the movie, so you know what I'm talking about. He does the same thing in there. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Like when he first meets Kyle, for instance, like he starts 
they start singing that that uh, when he starts singing over it, right? While Kyle's playing the classical guitar, <laughs> it's just it's solid. I, I I think it's solid. It's nice to hear. Yeah, just like his music. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Still, I can't believe you didn't know that he had his own band. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> that was surprising news to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean it's well, and it's good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it's not for everyone. It's not. I'll say that's not for everyone. But to those that actually like Jack Black and and like his his voice, you know, it, it's good music. I wouldn't play it for my kid though. I wouldn't play it for my child. <laughs> no, it's not kid friendly. No, 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 music. not. Yeah, not not when you have the devil saying that my cocky will suck. <laughs> okay, that's the type we're dealing with here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean that's that's pretty much the strength of where he's going with that, but it, it's funny though. It, it's it's like humorous. It's it's comical music that he's doing. Okay. Yeah. So that's I, why it, it took this long to get nominated for an Oscar. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> that might be why. <laughs> yeah. That might be why it's probably one of his cleanest songs to date. <laughs> totally. That's why it took so long? Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. That's a very good point. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, well, glad the movie's you know, doing props, extremely well. Oh hell yeah! And Jack Black I, is doing well. Oh hell yeah! You know, props to Jack Black, man. I hope he keeps going strong. Like in his at his age, he's still doing strong, which is good to hear. And, and this movie, this is the way Nintendo should do it right. Don't fuck it up. He did the first time back in the eighties. <laughs> Want yeah. to mention that movie again? Was the eighties early nineties? It was somewhere like in that late zone, 80s, right? yeah. Yeah, early like 80s, 90s, somewhere around there. Something like that. Because it, it had that it had that era or that feel of like 80s action movies kind of. Yeah, with like the low quality graphics, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, that that vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they shrunk the person's head to make him look like a Koopa, just look like a shrunken lizard's head on his on his body. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That yeah, the- the world wasn't ready for video game adaptations. At that no, time. no, <laughs> and that's that's what they had to work with. <laughs> yes, that's what they had to compete against. Yeah, well, I mean, I, at that point, just just leave it at animation. Don't even make it live action, right? No, yeah, you're not ready. No, nobody was ready. Tis not his time <laughs> for this. No, no, absolutely not. But like I mean, nowadays, just, you see a lot of video game adaptations now. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I you know? I know we covered it in season one with the podcast that back when when Steve was with us, uh, the Sonic movie. You remember how they're about to fuck that one up? And, yeah, they were and very I found close. out. Yeah, and I found and the reason behind it was because they're trying to sell like a Nike or Reebok shoe or something like that. That's why they needed it to be the size of like a five year old. So they made him like that so his feet would fit proportionally into those shoes. It's like. No, don't do that. Stop that. <laughs> stop it, Hollywood. Quit ruining shit. <laughs> They'll never stop ruining shit. <laughs> no. But the people, you know, their voices were heard. Right? Yeah. Oh, people hell yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I think they had, a, what, three, four months before opening day to redo all the of the freaking CGI scenes, which is basically 80% of the movie. Yeah, you know. the trailer hit. People were not yeah. happy. No. <laughs> to say the least, you know. 
As soon as the trailer hit, the first question that went through my mind is, that's Sonic? <laughs> Mo- looks more like Sonic <laughs> than Sonic. Yeah, Satanic Sonic. Holy shit. And he had human teeth, too. Holy fuck. Whose bright idea was it to give a, a freaking animated creature human teeth? The fuck were y'all thinking? <laughs> It doesn't, it just, that was the creepiest part when he screams at I, whoever the main actor was. I forgot his name already. Well, folks, it, it looks like we had a, a sudden whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> I guess uh, my co-host Jose here had a sudden running with the blue screen of death on his computer. So we're going to have to cut this episode short. But hopefully y'all enjoyed our little snafu here talking about jack black in the mario movie if anyone hasn't seen it yet please go see it (laughs) if you're a mario fan go see it i haven't seen it yet i need to make time to go see it so from what i've hear don't really care about the mixed reviews i'm gonna watch it (laughs) i grew up with mario i love mario i want to see what the the fuss is about and i'll make my own judgment off of that so until then we'll see y'all next week hopefully we have Nigel here with us next week, and hopefully we can get Jose's situation sorted out. That way we're all here. (laughs) Until then, peace. 